Hi, um, welcome to Resemblings, a podcast. This is episode number five. So we're we're into this. We're doing episode five. Can you believe it? Because I absolutely cannot. How did this happen? I remember the first time I played Start and it was like, yeah, this is gonna tank. But yeah, five feels like a sort of teensy bit of a milestone. And I wanted time to start with that and just acknowledge it. Maybe have like fake cheering in the back if I know how to edit that in. Possibly not. So thank you to everyone who's been listening so far. Thank you for like sticking by. And yeah, episode five is happening. I am recording. Truth be told, um, this recording's a bit weird. Um, I spent about an hour and I think 25 minutes just like spilling my brain onto the notes, um, on my, uh, the notes app on my, on my MacBook. And usually I'm pretty good with like coming up with bullet points. In the previous four episodes, I've done it fairly quickly. I've like, I've had a vibe or call it like seventh or ninth sense or whatever. I've had a feel of the sort of stuff I want to be drumbling on but this time it's been a bit off like I've had so much I want to get across in this episode that it's just spilled into a just a bad puddle and I've been confused uh, <laughs> this is like one of those phases where um, people say oh yeah I feel like I've been burned out but I'm not sure if I can just say that on episode 5, but it's definitely been weird, to say the least. So I'm not sure how good this episode will be. Um, if it's terrible, you know, it's just the same. <laughs> We're still sticking by our quality of, like, negative, whatever it was I said in one of the previous episodes. I can, like, re- reconfigure that to a negative um, 114. So we're at a negative 114. And if we tank below that, then, you know, I've let you know that we're sinking. This is the Titanic. Um, Let's start with stats because that's become a thing. Let's start with stats. Um, Oddly enough, I can't really, like, chat about stats. Not because, like, I'm popular now or anything. Um, I'm not. Yeah, so the thing, one of the things that happened previously was I was hosting this podcast on this website called Pinecast, which is like the medium for um, podcasting, um, although it's not evil as medium is. So Pinecast lets you host your podcast episodes and like generate an RSS feed. And I was on the free trial. And that lets you only host up to 10 episodes. And then, so I was like really like saving up and like just thinking about, yeah, I'm like, I'll need to make this investment. And it's a monthly fee. So, you know, cash just flows out of your wallets every month without you noticing. And I was like gearing towards that. And then interestingly enough, a really good friend of mine, uh, Daryl. Hi, Daryl. I'm sure you're listening because I'm going to make sure that you listen to this. Daryl really helped out and said, why don't you do it on this other platform, which like Daryl's 
been making and he's just been uh, working really hard. Sorry if I'm like really taking long saying words. It's because I'm staring at the wall and like the words is kind of like my brain just farted. <laughs> so, but Daryl's been um, working on this magazine platform called Slanted Press and he wanted to start uh, the podcast side of things. He mentioned this way before even I started uh, resemblings that there is like he wants to get into pods.slanterpress, which is the website's name, pods.slanterpress. I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong, like I didn't double check and my brain's been a bit meh. So Daryl's been building this platform and he really helped me out and he said, you know what, just like do it on that. And he's been a legend with... um. Uh, the tech side of things because if I went into thinking about how am I going to self-host this I was dead sure I was gonna have a burnout and then I wasn't gonna do anything at all and just like complain or procrastinate or cry or whatever so Daryl's been a legend thank you Daryl I'll have him in um discussing more of like the techie side of things because I know I have a lot of like um tech listen like tech interested listeners I think um sh- um like give me a shout out if not shout out, just like scream really loudly at once when I count to three if you like tech. So one, two, three, tech, yay. So yeah, we'll talk about the tech side of things. I'll get Daryl on one of these episodes. I've already like, I've like compelled him to do this. Um, and Daryl also is a co- is my fellow co-founder of Project Function, which is another project that I'm like super pa- like passionate about. It's is the pride of my, of, of my life and it's um project function is a platform founded in nottingham which provides free um structured learning and, a, and a, like a sense of community and a classroom uh to underrepresented folks who want to get into the tech world so we teach you html css javascript php and that's that's you can go to project function um so website which i'm trying to remember again just type project function in google or find me on twitter at risbiscuits that's my elevator pitch right that's that's where i'm ending it we'll have an episode in project function dead on and i'm gonna stop saying project function project function in this episode for now so yeah super shout out to daryl um now that i'm on slanted these stats did have to be like st- like reset in a way so this restarted and um Right now, if I go to them, give me a moment. Right now, um, the previous episode had like 58 views, which is amazing. Thank you. And um, yeah, uh, but before that, before we uh, made the switch to Slanted, we did cross 200 views overall on Pinecast. So that was amazing. I made a sort of big deal about it by making like a fancy schmancy poster as you do so yeah 200 that's a lot of buses again i can't math (laughs) so um reference to that will be in the previous episode listener if you haven't heard i cannot math um math by mini coopers check it out um so yeah 200 views we did cross it but now that there's been a reset so after the reset we've had 77 views in total and so we're, we're nearing 100 again. So I'm just going to like celebrate the 100 again. And, you know, it just 
it's a good pat on the back in a way to know that there's somebody listening to this, someone <laughs> crazy enough. But yeah, thank you to anyone who who does continue to listen and thank you to you if you're like still listening to this, even though I'm like rambling at a particularly upsetting speed today. And um, like, I think the word I'm trying to think of is sporadic, sporadic. I can't pronounce it, but yeah. Um, thank you for sticking by in specific to this episode, which I'm not. set would even see the light of day but if it does then like I don't know what I was thinking moving on making a super quick switcheroo onto our next topic um yeah before I forget like I did last time uh on our wonderful episode when we had Jonathan join us we forgot to mention resemble a long previous episode during speaking, which was such a shame. We didn't mention it on Twitter, but this time I don't want to forget. So let's start with that. Previous resemble along. Um, oh, and before I start talking about resemble along, let's let's let me give you like a like a quick introduction to what resemble along actually is. So, every time in an episode, I try to mention something. Um, that I'd like you to take part in like uh, because I want this to be a conversation almost like a resembling to carry forward from beyond the episode so I mentioned like last episode which you forgot to say out loud in the episode but I mentioned on Twitter that if you wanted to resemble along you know the clue is in the name if you wanted to be part of the discussion uh, you had to tweet out a gift to me that um represented like your creative struggles or thoughts or process and it's just an opportunity to see you know what what people's opinions are on the topics that I ramble on or just to like have a fun healthy interaction discussion conversation etc that's what resemble along is we had two wonderful people respond to that and I did a shout out to them last episode. So it feels like they're really getting their shout, shout outs. But I'm going to mention it again because Jamie and Anna just just aced the resemble along task. I'm not going to call it a task. Challenge. I am not going to call it a challenge. They just aced resemble along previous week, um, previous episode. Um so both Anna and Jamie, thank you very much. Your gifts were wonderful. I watched them 900 times, I promise you. And yeah, so thank you for that. If you want to resemble along this episode, we'll get to that. I like the final bit of the episode. That's what I'll do. I'll end with that. Because it's been like 11 minutes and all I've done is like said like absolutely nothing and just like zoned out on so many occasions during this episode 11 minutes and I'm not gonna waste any time let's just get into things so this episode uh really I want you to like have an open ramble session uh like discussing a bit about the quality side of things I I don't exactly know how to like get like my brain just farted again uh, excuse me but like I think what I'm trying to get across 
is that I want this podcast, this resembling, I want this to be organic and I don't want there to be any pretending. And so it really is a whole sum of me. Like you're listening to me. This isn't like an online persona. It's not an online personality. I am not making this up. Trust me. And I really hope that's like you don't see it as a cliche. Like people say, oh, we're just being real or we're just like super real, you know, when they really aren't. Like there's so much pretending going on on the Internet in general. It's just there is always a barrier between someone who's creating or making craft and the viewer. It's always me and like me and the users or like there's always a level of unrealisticness that even the word unrealisticness and I wanted to take some time saying that out loud to you like trust me like this is this is the realest that I can be and it takes a certain level of courage to just put yourself into the open where like a lot of wonderful friends of mine would be listening to this and that just warms my heart but like a lot of people who can be frightening and who can be scary or who can judge you really hard and then you're just like right I'm melting into a potato I don't know how you do that but I'm melting into a potato um, and that takes a level of just like strength to say that this is me and for me the greatest compliment besides all your lovely compliments about this would be like if you if you have the unfortunate chance to like meet me in person for you to come up to me you don't even have to say this to be honest if like in my head the best thing that anyone could say about this podcast is like they don't feel like when they meet me I'm any different or they aren't shocked or surprised by my interaction. Like they almost can say, oh yeah, you Riz, like I know you because you ramble too much and because you say stupid stuff and then just put it online. Like what were you thinking? You might have like, you should have like edited that. <laughs> so like I don't want there to be any sort of difference between who I am on this and who I am in person and I know like SEO or Google or like who's ever in charge of the internet and marketing or blah 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 all those articles would say differently they would say you know just like don't be a dumpster fire and like don't just ramble (laughs) make sure there's like strategy or there's some sort of thought to this and while there is thought to this, I am I am speaking with thought. I don't want it to be like dressed up or cut into something that it's not. And if you like that, then great. Like I'm really honored and flattered. But if you don't, then suppose like there's nothing much I can change I can improve my ways but it will not change like this will remain me for as long as I can be my whole self me 
and I think that stemmed from a quote I read on Twitter the other day. Um, it was shared by Maggie Smith, and she said, "Stay deep within yourself and stay alone there. That is where your poems come from, and that has nothing to do with audience. You are the audience." And yeah, that that spoke about poems. Um, but I think that this idea that it has any craft has nothing to do with the audience in a way. Like if you're selling, if you're if you're trying to make something click, the first person and the only truly honest and sincerest person that you have to cater to is yourself. You are the audience. And I will believe that for as long as I possibly can, and I will stick to it. And I'm I'm saying that to my own future self more than I am to a listener. So, sorry if like, <laughs> this is getting too deep. Like I need to make a joke here. Um, I will also try not to apologize for the topics that I speak of. I I realize like I always say, oh I'm sorry for like speaking about poetry, but or like oh I'm sorry about that, but. Maybe it's like because I'm becoming very like British or something, but like I tend to like start apologizing a lot, and I'm I'm trying to not to, I'm, I will try not to do that, henceforth. So if you, if you spot me doing that, then call me out for it because it's contradictory. Then how can I cater to myself as the audience if I keep saying, "Oh, I'm sorry for like saying what I want to say," but I'm gonna like start with "I'm sorry," so I'm gonna stop. So I'm gonna stop doing that. And moving forth, that that was like, <laughs> I was about to say, oh, I'm sorry if that got too deep. But yeah, I really wanted to get that across. And I, th- I, think, I, I think I got across about 30% of what my brain was thinking, which is, which is grand. Housekeeping rules, swiftly on. Um, the penguin emoji, if you're on Twitter, you might have realized me using that. And I wanted to say in episode 5, as housekeeping rule, we are owning it. Penguin emoji is now canon. I am officially keeping it. Um, if you're wondering, like, why why the penguin emoji? Uh, most of you would know, because most of you are, like, my, like, people who've met me in, in real life, like, my friends. Uh, but if, you, if, you, if you're new here, if you found me through God knows where... And you're wondering, and you've, if you've landed on my Twitter account, and you're wondering why the penguin emoji, I want you to take a, a chance to say, it started with Club Penguin. Um, I had an absolutely, like, wonderful chance and opportunity, and the alignment of, like, stars, like how people say, was just perfect, that I spoke about Club Penguin, which is a gem, was a gem, rest in peace, at... Tech Nottingham, one of the lightning talks back in, I think, 2000, like early 2017 or end of 2016. And it was a lightning talk, which is a quick five minute ish talk that you give to an audience. And I had like zero plans of doing it. And I just made the decision of doing it during the lunch break. And so I rambled in front of like this daunting crowd. I barely ever seen or met and that's where like I think truly my speaking journey began in this country so 
that led me to understanding hey i can really like ramble like this is a thing so i'm keep that's and club penguin obviously is about club penguin my ramble was about club penguin and since then i think penguins have really stuck around <laughs> for me so that's that's the meaning behind the, the penguin emoji and you're you're more than welcome like please use it use it along when you're talking about resemble along when you're talking about resemblings or other things um happy to say we have a official emoji not sure how you can like officiate using emojis like i don't know what the like what's the internet rule on that do you just like start using it and then it clicks and it becomes a thing probably right that's how it works so that's what we're doing let me know your thoughts on that like what do you think and here i am trying to think about what a creative way to jump into the next topic without saying segue again segue um so the thing that's also been on my mind lately is like being straight forward with you about the jo- the jokes to talk ratio on this podcast um when i was trying to like write the bullet points and again i'm being real here when i was trying to write the bullet points it's like i don't know i can't say that top like i can't speak about that because it's like too real or too deep and it's like people expect me to be lighthearted and make jokes how do i how do how do i manage that and so like i wanted to mention that you know generally i'm a very funny person i like to believe so previously we've had some really 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 funny episodes minus my sisters um i always make jokes and that will continue to happen i always make jokes and i never once practiced this but besides in my head and then to all these jokes they always appear differently once they're out in the open but there isn't anything that dictates me to make jokes and this whole like speaking about humor and like jokes stemmed from I read an article the other day on this wonderful site called Brain Pickings which I highly suggest and the crux of the the article was in the beginning quote and it goes like so humor more than anything else in the world in, pardon me humor more than anything else in the human makeup can afford an aloofness and an ability to rise above any situation even if only for a few seconds so i think it, that really sunk into my heart the um uh, the idea that humor has an aloofness about it and i i'm i'm a sort of person who will always champion and always almost chase that aloofness and which is why you know i i always like humor will continue to be um the card up my sleeve in most situations but uh that's not that's not all it is if if this podcast sometimes 
becomes not as funny or if there aren't enough jokes in it um i will not apologize for it because i've said i will stop apologizing but yeah i th- i i'm not like i wasn't certain why i wanted to mention that but i i just did and if there's something that you feel you, like if you agree to that or if you felt the same sometimes like this this almost characteristic of something like any char- char- characteristic that you become associated with and then sometimes if that's if that doesn't happen then it's like maybe i'm thinking about it too deep or maybe i'm just like like these thoughts are are unwarranted but have you ever been in a in a in a situation or in in a kind of slumber where where you where you're not sure and then you're like wait <laughs> this isn't me this is like i'm breaking out of the narrative box and so if if you felt that like again resemble along it's an open conversation feel free to jump in um next up on the list is a topic that i i'm questioning again um it's about a thing that i read again for the third time this like this episode's like really turning out different isn't it you thought there was a pattern to this but damn there is really isn't this is me rambling i was reminded of this um thing that i wrote back in let me find out back in october 2014th on the 14th in fact no actually on the 24th of this thing called object tales a left behind joy um as you do when you're like 16 i think yeah yeah 16 when you're 16 as you do i made a blog called tinkerer of words and this was a series that i started called object tales because i love naming things and um i was reminded of it while like writing these bullet points for ideas for my podcast um and i thought it would make for an interesting ish deepish realish mention and i'll i'll read out a bit of the thing that i wrote because it's like really cringy and just like really what the hell is talking about and really just i i would say it would make good content so if i think so i'm just going to do it and so object tales was and i'm going to read from the introduction that i wrote back in 2014 today's the day that i'm proud to announce a brand new series named object tales coming on board my blog tinkerer of words every object's got a story an attachment of our memory or an experience forever saved within it Object Tales tries to jump into discovering these special moments stuck to random things around us. Come along to see objects not for what they are, but for the tales they live with. 
And that, I think I was reminded of Object Tales and Code, by the way. I was reminded of Object Tales just because I've been generally nostalgic in the previous, like, weeks, week-ish. And this was a very heavily nostalgic-based, nostalgia-based series that I didn't get far with. In fact, I just wrote, like, two articles and that was it. Like, that, it, re- it very quickly died, which is, again, ironic in itself. And the second, the first one was uh, about a toy car. And the second one was about, um, titled Object Tales 2, A Left Behind Joy. And I think I've been particularly nostalgic because of reasons. <laughs> and um, one of which was, I, and I'm going to be very quick here because it's 28 minutes in and you're already bored of me. But I'm going to be quick here. I'm, I've been particularly nostalgic. I'm going to give you one reason, like one of the reasons. Um, so I, I had a, I, I have a bike that I like locked up near the station and I was meant to take it home, but then I didn't cause, cause of other reasons. And then like few months, like last month or so, I went to check up on it and it was just like missing and <laughs> Um, fun facts, Anna and Jamie, shout out twice, were with me when that happened. And so it's just, just vanished. And that reminded me of another bike that I had, which is sat in my garage, which is a bike that I got with me from Saudi Arabia when we moved here. And, um, that bike is like a kid's bike. It it has a honeybee horn and it's yellow and it's like tiny and I can't ride it at all. But I was like oh my god, we're moving, I need that bike, <laughs> and I made a whole, like, a fuss about how important that bike is, because I'm, I'm a very deeply nostalgic person in general, like, I hoard stuff, and, like, I have a very hard time leaving things, and I, I made a whole fuss, and so, yeah, there's, there's good ending to this, my, my parents then, probably had pity on me and they surprised me with this like wooden box and they made me open it and the bike was there so it had successfully transferred from Saudi Arabia to the UK and that's been sat in my garage so losing my bike now reminded me of my bike that I'd saved from my childhood which is an odd connection and I don't know why I'm telling you that but that's been one like it's been a weird reason that I've been nostalgic so that stemmed me to then or caused me sorry that caused me to read or think about this article that I wrote back in 2014 which is which is what I think I'm gonna end this podcast episode with uh, I, I I think that's gonna like take us into at least like 40 minutes or so so I'm just gonna read this article and then finish up with a resemble a long task for you and yeah we'll see we'll see how it goes but Stick around for the article starting in three, two, one. Picture this big plane, seat belt on, excited in midair. Handed to me, possibly in a plastic bag, is something for a small kid. Soft and yellow, a toy ready to land to its new home. I don't initially remember really playing with this four-pot stuffed toy, which I sometimes presume to be a dog, 
while the rest of the time, it was a cow. Be it a dog or cow, it was the brightest yellow ever. Also six orange spots and two purple ears, complementary to the already bright self that I was. I think I kept it neatly, maybe not, arranged on some shelf or above a table. It was special because it was mine. Like all the other magically created little pieces of constant joy that every toy to every kid is. Time skip. Then I was in a plane again. Not immediately after, I guess an year and a half later. I was allowed to only take one magically create, created little piece of constant joy from a collection of otherwise many. We were flying to Germany and looking after any more of those precious things were risky. I was obliged to listen to this advice, even if not exactly on will. So I chose it, my vivid cow, or like, you know, a dog. It was nice to have it cuddled tight when I slept. More so the chosen one was a piece of something from home. It was foreign like the land I was on. The family had other plans, so a road trip was inevitable. Picture this. Car, pu- car packed tight, driving in a Hulk-sized nine-seater car. Destination, United Kingdom. Yet I, squished in the last row, while well, I sit confused, struck by the uncertainty of whether this car actually has my toy in it or not. Lost with any way to clear the sudden doubt, naivety, and ensures I come back to Germany still equally prey to confusion. Time skip. Plane ride to Germany it was once again. I don't anymore get plastic wrap pieces of constant joy on board planes. No matter. I've been told where mine ended up. Picture this. Walking up the stairs, Koji is not too act suspicious. I maneuver to where it must be. Obviously a room too pink with princess painting stuck on the walls. It doesn't take me too long to find it. My cousin's daughter doesn't notice me pick it up from her pile of toys and walk downstairs. It had been about three years since I had clumsily forgotten my toy back in Germany. My first cousin once removed was a natural kid to be given this abandoned thing with all the rights to presume it to be her own. Was it stubborn to still want it back? Yes, probably. But did that stop me from trying? You bet it didn't. Call me childish, I hated not getting it back. Despite finding it and succeeding in the kid not noticing, I wasn't allowed to take it back. I wasn't allowed to call it my own now. Not after three years of of it being someone else's. I wasn't only sad because I didn't get it back, I was sad because that day I felt defeated. Defeat is worst when you think you've won. Time skip. Germany trips were so frequent now I'd go far as to call it a part of routine. This place wasn't as foreign as it once was. I knew the people, the surroundings, a bit of the language. Even the still too pink room. Picture this. The same cousin's home around a table crowded with relatives and dishes topped with food. Everyone eager to eat. Out of nowhere I remember it. Yet this time it's different. This time I don't quietly climb up the stairs or avoid my cousin's kit from noticing. 
nor is there the restless feeling of rush to grab it or take it to my ownership soon as possible. This time I mentioned my toy aloud like a guest seeking a ticket to visit. I do get one, hence I climb up the same stairs again. Not towards the painstakingly pink room, but to the room in the opposite direction. On top my cousin's kid's bed in her parents' room. I find it among some other of truly and originally her toys. Still doesn't take me long to find it. I hear she too has a cuddle tight when she sleeps. It has been six years since my vivid toy didn't find a return flight. Six years since the meaning of its home was due for recalibration. Yet it truly was just as yellow. I pick it up and that was when I understood the meaning of change. Change that isn't apparent. I didn't mind it being here anymore. And in that precious moment, and in that precise moment, the little thing gave me my victory. Not in coming under my ownership, but in its gleaming black eyes. For looking at them showed me how much it had grown. Obviously not the object itself, but the person I found reflected back at me. Yeah, that was a very overly dramatic reading and of the thing that like 16-year-old me wrote about a toy that I left and then was given to my niece and then I made a whole fuss about it but like then I was cool with it. So yeah, <laughs> if you want to know how you get into writing like dramatic things, you like really start early and then like really like you start writing bad stuff and then you just start posting it online for people to ridicule and for your future self to like read back and be like ha look at that person <laughs> what a joke right um for this we like for this episode to resemble long i i suppose i want you to like write to me about whatever it is you want from this episode because it like it has no structure this one specifically had no structure or strategy or anything of that sort but anything from this episode that you want to chat to me about go ahead but if you want to be specific for this bit of the episode i want you to like share with me a a story or a scene or a a feeling vibe whatever it is a gif a quote a picture of home and what it has meant for you and uh it can be home that like you grew up in or home that you made or any like feeling of home because every time that i'm nostalgic or i'm surrounded in this sort of feeling i've always gone back into writing um poetry specific poetry specific and the consistently the only subject or thing i've written to or about has been home or homes of mine and i think sharing that around and being truthful about it and just like seeing your little homes or like your stories or your your feelings or thoughts or gifts or you know you get the gist of 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 the same topic would be would be remarkable and would be interesting um i hope you've enjoyed this episode i said i was going to be sorry but i am sorry if it's if it's particularly terrible i didn't mean it to be um to turn out the way it has what it has 
I, I'm I'm honestly not certain I'll put this up on the internet. Like, I'm not certain if this will go out. But if it does, then hooray to me, I guess. Um, thank you for listening. If you want to take part, make sure you get you get to hashtag the hashtag resemble along. Go into Twitter. Rizbiscuits is my Twitter handle. That's Rizbiscuits. R-I-Z-B-I-Z-K-I-T-S. So get into Twitter. Hopefully I'm very close to like um, finishing up blog posts on my website, uh, rizwanakhan.com. So you'll always also be able to get onto there to see the episodes or um, to like participate in more of a conversation in a better structure. But yeah, thank you so much. Once again, truly, thank you so much. And we will meet again. Bye.